We always have a blast chatting with our guests about all sorts of different topics, but sometimes we go off the rails and dig deeper into their automotive and motorsports pasts. As a bonus, let's go behind the scenes with this pit stop minisode for some extra content that didn't quite fit in the main episode. Sit back, enjoy, and remember to like, subscribe, and support BrakeFix on Patreon. So I think we should switch back to maybe some of the other fun questions as we kind of wrap up here. Unless you, I mean, we could probably go on all night. So Brad, why don't you kick off some of the uh, more normal pit stop questions for Paul? What is the ugliest car of all time? And what's the ugliest car you've seen in LA? I've seen the uh, car that uh, Heisenberg drove. What was that the Aztec? Yeah, Aztec. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen it. But you got every- it right? because it's it's a Heisenberg. It's Heisenberg's car. So I've seen that. Uh, what's some really ugly cars? I'm I'm not a fan of BMWs for the past five years. I can't distinguish them. They all look the same to me, except you know the M2 looks a little different you know and all that but they're all bloated and and plasticky looking and and too busy and Uh, you know what's funny is when we look back at bmw we were like oh my god the bangle bmws are horrendous right and now they look like (laughs) i don't dig them i i i was i saw the new vet in person uh, a couple times i don't like it i don't like it uh, yet uh, maybe it'll grow on me, but it it's got a huge back, right? It's huge from a Camaro. Yeah, but it doesn't have any hips, like it no. And the rear lights look squished, and um, I don't like that weird. I don't know. It's like the uh, for I guess for airflow that that's connected to the door that goes. You know, I don't. It's like a, it looks like an afterthought. The yeah, way it's set up. Yeah, yeah. it's too busy. And the Camaros are too busy. You, you know what's the the most common? I'm sorry, the most common car I've seen in LA, Chargers and Challengers. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Are and they I, all white? Yeah. And do they all have all a, a license plate that says Kowalski? <laughs> yeah, like the new ones. You know when and, and and they all have the uh, you know where people didn't take the protective uh, yeah thing off. You'll see that all the time, and you don't see demons and 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 Hellcats. Hellcats. It's mostly like what the SRT, the, the scat pack or whatever they're called. Yeah. Uh, you'll see them all the time and they're always automatics. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, because you can tell right off the bat just by listening, but they're so loud and you see them all the time uh, 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 in LA, which I think is kind of cool. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, I'd say the ugliest is definitely the Aztec. Maybe nice. the best. And then the, to flip that to, to flip that coin over, what about the sexiest car of all time? I got to see the uh, 356 Speedster that uh, um, what's his name uh, uh, Matt Damon was driving in Ford versus Ferrari. Mm. Uh, had that little turtle back and stuff like that. That's a gorgeous car. Uh, the Outlaws. I've seen a couple Outlaws that are just drop dead gorgeous, and. Uh, Man, there's so many beautiful cars here. Uh, I, I saw 68 Charger recently that was gorgeous. All the other supercars and hypercars like McLarens and, and all that stuff, don't do it for me. I think they're too busy, too busy looking. They, they, they don't have any soul. 
to them. They're amazing cars on the track and whatnot, but I'm going to say that 356 Speedster is the one that uh, really did it for me. My man, my man. So, Paul, if you had a million bucks to spend and only three bays in your garage, what would you put in there? 9972 GT3 RS40, which is the car that I drove that you saw uh, on the... Uh, on Instagram, yeah. Yeah, that's a very famous person's car. I can't name who it is. <laughs> hard and who likes Porsches, you'll figure it out. <laughs> that car, I'd probably say only three. Shit. So that's my track car. My daily driver would probably be an Acura Audi. TSX. <laughs> TSX is awesome. I'd probably say the new, like an Audi, like like the uh, RS6 Avant. The the sta- I love station wagons. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. So I love that. Or a CTSV. I don't know, but I'd probably say the Audi. And then the third car would probably be something like that 356 Speedster, an original. That would be my my. Uh, Three car garage. That's a good. That's a good garage. I like that. Yeah. So I guess the last one of these pit stop questions, which we don't ask very often, but you know, you being in the in the TV and, and movie world, you probably don't want to spend too much time in front of the screen. But do you follow any more motorsport on television? F one definitely, MotoGP, and when I can, like the IMSA, like the like those, you know, uh, that the Continental if they're still around, uh, you know. Yeah. I don't want surprisingly, I don't watch a lot of TV. I, I, I have to watch movies and whatnot, but I don't watch as much TV as I should. But when I do, yeah, Formula One. But nowadays, it's pretty hard to find these things, right? You have to like pay for it on your laptop. And then I'm like, I have a big ass, you know, OLED screen. I want to watch it on there. So I have to connect the HDMI cable or, or, or transmit it wirelessly. I just want to watch it. What happened to NBC and, and, and all that, you know, but yeah, definitely uh, formula one still getting kind of boring with Hamilton winning all the time. You know, he's an amazing driver, but it was cool when Ferrari and them, you know, they're always like, they're a little bit neck and neck, but now it's all right. We get it, dude. You're an amazing driver. Let's get some. Do you think, do you think he's the goat or would you hold somebody else at least for F1? Do you hold somebody else as the greatest of all time? The greatest of all time, again, I really like Lauda. I really like Senna. But, yeah, he and, you know, Schumacher, look at, you know, he's amazing. Hamilton is just – and he makes it look so effortless, too. I would say, yeah, he's he's the cat's meow. Nice. I don't know. I still hold true to Senna. But uh, it, was a, it was a different era. It was a different era, though, right? Different cars and everything. Different so. cars, you know, I mean, there, there were, you know, missiles, not safe. And those were the glory days, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. real driving. And uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's I'm sure it's extremely difficult to drive like what a, a modern F1 car. But there's something to be said with having to shift in your own gears. You don't have any kind of ABS. You don't have any of that shit. That's cool. Look, Hamilton, you got to give it to the guy. He's amazing. Absolutely. And, uh, absolutely astonishing. But it's boring now watching the same. It was like watching Rossi win all the time in MotoGP. I liked it when he was going up against, uh, what was his name? Marquez? Uh, no, before that. Yeah. The American guy. Um... Uh, 
No, it was another, it was an Italian from Rome. I forgot his name. He's like left Formula One. You've seen the documentaries Faster and Fast, Fast and Faster or whatever with Ewan McGregor. Uh, the, the, the rivalry between um, Rossi and this other guy was the main focal point of those films. So, but yeah, good stuff, man. We, we got through it all. Not, not too, not too painful. Jesus Christ, I'm exhausted and I'm starving. <laughs> it's like almost seven. Jesus Christ, my yeah. phone was blowing up, so uh, I have no idea what's going on at work. Oh, but, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> that's another cool thing about LA, man. Like in New York, we're always like working till wee hours of the day of the night, and here in LA, it's like five thirty, six o'clock. People are done. Really, I would have figured it'd be just like New York, where you would just never get a break. No, it, it's much more laid back here, and it's because TV, like TV, portrays Southern California as this like the city never sleeps type of thing, you know. It is, but in my industry, uh, it, it, it's very like people know how to do a work-life balance a lot better Good. than Good. In, uh, in the East Coast. That's one of the fortunate things about being out here is doing that, which is cool. Like I will never get a call from my boss at eight o'clock at night. Never. He's probably smoking. <sighs> <laughs> everyone smokes here it's crazy nice so i was gonna say would you say the cost of living is cheaper where you are now than when you were in new york yeah without a doubt it, it, it it's cheaper here i mean look i'm the guy i'm the guy that goes to like trader joe's once a week that's usually my thing but like going out to eat i mean yeah you can go to ridiculously expensive restaurants but if you just want to have a cheap dinner with a couple friends you go for tacos or something like that it's like 10 bucks and you're done and they're good and it's an amazing the food here is amazing see and that's the bipolarness of california right it's like it's so weird yeah it's so weird you the real estate is you get a lot more bang for the buck like i haven't purchased anything here because i don't know where i want to be yet in la so i'm renting so i'm in a townhouse kind of apartment thing it's two floors and it has two bedrooms and it's like i don't know 12 1300 square feet something like that this apartment in new york city would be like ten thousand a month <laughs> you know this six seventh and it's like not even close to that Damn. so you know the closer you get to the beach you know, the santa monica and stuff like that the more the prices go up and the smaller the uh the real estate is but I don't, it gets super crowded over there. I, I want to get away from all of that because I've been in New York all my life and I'm kind of tired of, of, of that rat race. So it's cool in LA. There's so many different areas to check out and live and be secluded if you want to be. And, and uh, it's great. I'm trying to, I'm going to try to make, I think I can do it this year unless there's a, another big COVID outbreak or whatnot. I'm probably going to go to the, uh, the Watkins Glen event in October with Hooked on Driving. Good. Yeah, that, that's my plan as well. Last year, we weren't allowed to go based on state regulations. Like the Glen was like, thou really? shalt not come here. They were turning people away from the DMV. And so we bagged it. We went to VIR instead because they were like, open borders in Virginia. Come on down. <laughs> so that, that's what we did that. And then we did a live, well, we kind of did a live recording from VIR after the, the weekend. That was a lot of fun. But yeah, I love, I love finishing the year at the Glen. I mean, I try to go to the, do it at the Glen multiple times a year anyway. So that was always a great event. And you, you know me, I'm walking around with booze and. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a great time. 
And by like Saturday, like by like Saturday, by like one o'clock, like so many people have left already. And then it's just like open track day. Exactly. I, when I had the Shelby, I ran out of gas uh, on the track because yeah. I went, I, I was going for so for like an hour, just yeah. kept on going and going and then ran out of gas right by the pit. Thank God. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys. Thank you. No, yeah, thanks for coming you. on. Um, it's like, that was very cool. We talked a lot. I'm exhausted. <laughs> now go get something to eat. Yeah, go get something to eat. Exactly. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Take care. Th- thanks. Right, Bye now. Bye-bye. If you like what you've heard and want to learn more about GTM, be sure to check us out on www.gtmotorsports.org. You can also find us on Instagram at Grand Touring Motorsports. Also, if you want to get involved or have suggestions for future shows, you can call or text us at 202-630-1770 or send us an email at crewchief at gtmotorsports.org. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, everybody. Crew Chief Eric here. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Break Fix, and we wanted to remind you that GTM remains a no annual fees organization, and our goal is to continue to bring you quality episodes like this one at no charge. As a loyal listener, please consider subscribing to our Patreon for bonus and behind-the-scenes content, extra goodies, and GTM swag. For as little as $2.50 a month, you can keep our developers, writers, editors, casters, and other volunteers fed on their strict diet of Fig Newtons, gummy bears, and Monster. Consider signing up for Patreon today at www.patreon.com forward slash GT Motorsports. And remember, without fans, supporters, and members like you, none of this would be possible.